Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Talk Purpose and Truth. It's Kim, and Eden is here. Hello, Eden. Hi, Kim. What's going Uh, on? (laughs) um, Everything's great. Yeah. It's a good day, a good evening. So I wanted to start before we introduce our guests. And mm-hmm. I think this is probably up their alley anyways, what we're going to talk about. But I wanted to talk about the trippy, weird stuff that's been going on lately. And when it started with Eden had seen a post about timeline jumping, and it has a lot of different definitions to it. So it could mean many different things. Mm-hmm. But in some circumstances, someone may someone that is going through ascension or entering into 5d or becoming more enlightened or intuitive, they may see clues of what's going to happen in the future. They might see things from the past. They might see really strange signs that are related to a timeline. It's there's all different things. I saw Victoria clapping. So maybe she can chime in in a bit. I was going to say that it's a hard subject to uh, understand and explain. Um, So maybe they can explain one of them can explain it because it looks like you you guys are you really know what we're talking about here. So yeah, (laughs) we'll we'll go into that in a second. But yeah, we'll give some of the things that have been happening for us. And then we'll, we'll introduce you and kind of go into that. But for me, at least I, I shared something or Eden shared something with me that happened to her. And then I said something crazy had happened to me. And so Eden with the, with the store, you could start what happened with you. Yeah. So it seemed like this was what they, the, they were describing in the, um, post that I saw, it was like a timeline shift or something. And so what happened was I was in Macy's with my daughter and her friends buying, um, looking for prom dresses. And um, we were looking around like what part of the store the dresses were. So we finally found the area and we realized, oh, there's a big sign up on the wall that says prom. So we went, you know, in the dressing room, they picked out dresses, you know, trying them on. And then um, some people that we had that w- were going to meet us there, they said, oh, we're here. Where are you? So I was on the phone with them and I'm like, oh, OK, we're over here. We're, we're right by the prom sign. And um, they're looking around for like five minutes. They're like, there's no prom sign. We went all over the place and there's no sign. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. It's right there. So I left the dressing room and went out to look for the where the sign was on the wall where I saw it like 10 minutes ago and it wasn't there. There was no sign <laughs> anymore. So um, I, and the whole time I was like, you guys are crazy, but they're really, they didn't see the sign. And then, yeah, it was gone. So okay, so then she told me about that. And as you all know, listening to us for almost three, gosh, it's almost three years now in May, uh, we tend to be like ET 
and the flower and <laughs> and have the same things happening to us in different ways and help each other through them but really trippy stuff sometimes and so when she told me that I'm like oh my gosh I had something really crazy and I wasn't even going to share it because I thought I was going crazy and now it makes sense and so I went to see Green Day and Miley Cyrus the other night it was amazing shows uh very long which was so awesome and so when Miley Cyrus came on my kids were with me and I saw an actual wrecking ball swing across the side of the stage. So I whispered to my daughter, Noella, I go, oh, she's about to sing wrecking ball because I just saw a wrecking ball. And so sure enough, she comes on with the song wrecking ball and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and no wrecking ball ever came out. And I'm like, did I imagine seeing that? You know, how is that? possible. So that was another instance of that. And, you know, we have things all the time where I'll know a song's going to come on or something's going to happen. That's different. But this was actually like kind of almost seeing something in the past, you know, or jumping timelines. And so then this, the last couple of days, we've had a couple of really weird things where Nia and I were over one of our past guests, Yolanda, we were at her house and she's talking to me and she goes, oh, let me check the date. And she looks and she goes, whoa, okay, whoa, that's weird. My phone went all the way back to October, 2020. And I'm like, what? And she goes, I didn't touch my phone. I don't know how it did that. And I go, well, look at what's on there just in case. Maybe there's something you need to remember. And the date she had it open to, me and Nia had been at her house visiting then also. So we were like, that's extra crazy so then that same night we get home and my daughter Nia trips out because on her iPad it said that she had had an hour conversation with her best friend but it was during the time she was at school and she was not near her phone or iPad or anything and no one was so that was another one and then we had and then we had stuff in our house disappear last night me too um and I I look no one's been at our house um and there's no way it could have disappeared and we can't find it anywhere so just the craziest stuff so i'm excited to introduce these guests because they're you guys can see on youtube they're they're cheering and going they know about this so we're this is divine alignment um so i'm going to introduce them so we have victoria and tiffany here they are spirit mamas, and they are cultivating a community of loving, beautiful, energetic beings who show up to life perfectly imperfect, which we're all about that because we do, um, you know, support the Imperfectly Perfect campaign, which is actually um, something else that, that we talk about often. Their mission is to uplift spiritually conscious mamas, helping them trust their intuition and power with ceremonial circles, energy work, rituals, and magic so they can bloom into that next version of themselves, fuller, brighter, and better than they ever thought possible. Victoria Nielsen is an Akashic Records reader, breathwork facilitator, intuitive energy healer, and mama. Her personal mission is to help new and old mamas everywhere find the love in their heart for themselves that they have for their babies. And Tiffany Wilkes is a certified Reiki energy healer, sound practitioner, and spiritual coach. She is a wife and mother of two sons, and it is very important for her to show them how to live their true life's purpose. 
And Eden and I are also spiritually conscious moms and feel very aligned with your mission. We both um, have, we each have two daughters. And so we're all about spirit mamas. So welcome ladies. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Hey, we're so excited to be here. I get chills every time anyone reads that intro. I'm always like, oh, hell yeah, we are. Like, awesome. this is totally what we do. <laughs> I love it. And I, yeah. And I love what you were just talking about, Kim. Yeah, can you guys? I'm like totally into that. Like, I believe in like the Mandela effect where like people, I remember when me and Victoria first met, I was like, do you remember Fruit Loops being Fruit Loops, F R O O T or F? Are you IT? There's certain things in my life that like I I remember it clearly, and clearly I've skipped timelines because there's people who right next to me who are like, nope, that never happened. And I'm like, but it did. So the fact that you said like things are disappearing, it's funny. My son the other day was like, Mom, I saw this vision of something and then it happened like before I got there. So the mm-hmm. fact that you like are talking about things disappearing and they just I'm totally. I believe all that stuff happens. I believe like, depending on how high we're vibrating, we can skip to the future or go to the past. And I love all that trippy stuff. I just love it. <laughs> no, I've never had it happen like physically. Like it's, I've, I've had deja vu for me is when I know I'm timeline hopping. And I feel like yeah, Tiff actually at a pivotal moment, like before we ever started Spirit Mamas, we were in the ER together. <laughs> um, on a work trip in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And we had this conversation with the coworker about the Mandela effect. And I think we sat there down the rabbit hole comparing being like, is it Bernstein bears or Bernstein bears? Or is it like this lyric to Barbie girl? Or is it this lyric to Barbie girl? And like, it blew my mind. Like we both were like, no, it's this. And she was like, no, it's this. And so I think it just shows you guys are on such a beautiful path of ascension. And the things that are coming up are really little nudges and reminders that you're moving the right way. Right. Like it, mm-hmm. it feels crazy because you're like, am I losing my goddamn mind? <laughs> yeah. But it's really the universe's way of, of saying, I think keep going. Like you're ascending, you're moving into that next timeline. You're moving into the next version because it's really hard to anchor yourself into that new timeline. Okay. I feel like this is just like coming through that basically you can, you can jump there and back really often, depending on your current vibration, your energy, like what's going on around you, especially if you have other people tied to that timeline that you're physically with at the moment. And you guys are all on that same frequency. You can jump together, but to stay in that future timeline takes a lot of energy and a lot of work and a lot of purpose. So I would say, what you guys are experiencing is kind of the jumping back and forth. And if you really truly want to ascend to that, like next timeline and stay there, it's going to take conscious effort, um, to cultivate whatever it is that that new timeline has for you. Right. So that abundance, those gifts, that energy, and like really calling it in daily and then anchoring it in like the anchoring in and the grounding of it is really important that without that, that's when you can kind of shift Mm. willy nilly sense. Yeah. Explained very well. Now I understand it. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, thank you spirit. Whoever. Yeah. Yeah. I think it sounded like you were channeling that. Um, okay. Kim, were you saying something? I said, we need to be, see, we need to hang out more in person. Yeah. We'll we'll come to Atlanta. (laughs) No, we'll come to California. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let us know when you're here. (laughs) 
Um, so how did you guys come together? And and do you do what you do together as a team? So it's interesting. Victoria and I, she mentioned a work trip. So we worked together in corporate years ago mm -hmm. in marketing. And I was the girl who would help people interpret their dreams. And I was kind of in the spiritual closet, but a few people knew um, Victoria was totally in the closet. If you said spiritual, anything to her, she's like, no, no, no. Meanwhile, I'm like, no girl, like you have this power. I'm telling you, she's like, no way. No, I don't. So, um, we kept in touch afterwards. I, um, became a Reiki healer during the time where we both, uh, quit our job and moved to something else. Um, Victoria in the meantime became an Akashic records reader. And that's because we, she, she can explain this, but she, um, was pregnant, had a miscarriage, um, at the, then we both became pregnant at the same time, and so our sons are like six months apart, um, mm. so during that time, we were talking, um, I think she read my Akashic records, and I gave her like a Reiki session, and then we were like, how can we like raise conscious kids so they'll never forget like their power because we're so spiritual right now. And I just, you know, we were like, what can we do for moms? And so I think Victoria was like nursing or something. And I was like, what if we call ourselves spirit mamas? And so she looked up the name, I think to get the name, it was an angel number. So we purchased the name. And at the, when we first started, it was separate services. So it was like, Tiffany offered this, Victoria offers this. And then we were like, why don't we do full moon circles and ceremonial, ceremonial circles where we can bring moms together and really help them tap into their intuition and just be better moms, but like on, from a spiritual point of view. That's like the story in a nutshell, mm -hmm. but it's been, it'll be two years in June. I feel like we, everything has been so fast paced. I mean, we started doing um, just our separate circles. We did full moon circles. We did, um, we have this beautiful container called Healing the Mother Room. We have, um, we hosted our first retreat last fall. And now we're going to have our second retreat in two weeks in Sedona, Arizona. Like, so it's just, it's just gone so fast, but it's so beautiful. And we hold space for these amazing women who are also um, spiritually curious is what we like to call it, right? Like they're they're tapping into their spirituality and they're trying to figure out how to be better moms by really tapping into their inner voice. And I feel like Victoria and I, we hold space for these moms and they hold space for us. And it's just grown into something so beautiful. What did I miss, Victoria? No, that was perfect. I mean, I don't know about you guys, Kim and Eden, but when I became a mom, I like to say it was a, it was a portal. Like it like opened me wide up and was like a, a natural ascension process in and of itself, because then I started questioning things that I never thought I would question. I thought I'd be in corporate America forever. Like Tiffany said, like, if you said the word spiritual to me, I would have been like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like we're going to have another conversation. I'm going to walk away from you. But it really made me tap into something that was always there and like, remember this deep resonance within myself and I feel like now I'm pregnant with my second and I feel like I'm going even deeper down the rabbit hole. And what's beautiful is that our involvement has just evolved with our journey. So as Tiffany and I both have grown as moms, as women, as healers, like we've grown what's happening with spirit mamas. And we've just found that bringing women together in ceremonial circle is the most powerful thing because a, the energy 
capacity is like off the charts, but B you're able to exponentially heal so much together that you come out the other side and it's like, it's like you've hopped three timelines. Right. And you're just like, Whoa, what just happened? Mm -hmm. Um, but it's been, it's been really amazing. And I, I can't even wait for this retreat in Sedona. Like the magic in person is going to be really, really beautiful. Yes. Yes. I love it. I've done, I've done quite a few retreats as well. And I, it is that energy and you just take it with you. Like, and you know, I hear feedback years later of women are like, oh yeah, we're, we're still like best friends. Cause we met at your event 10 years ago. And I'm like, really? I didn't even know. Or sometimes I've actually had where on Facebook, I go, oh, you two know each other. How did you meet? And they're like at one of your events. I'm like, oh, okay. So you just never know. I mean, it's crazy. Exactly. And you don't even have to, you know, end up having a spiritual business. Like, I think that's this not next version of spirit mamas that we're stepping into, but kind of right. Helping moms realize like they're the beacons and the lighthouses of their communities and whatever mission they have in their heart, whatever that is to just be a good mom, to, you know, raise conscious kids, to be a better corporate employee, like whatever it is, taking that to the highest level is what we're here to, to help them do and to realize because that light is going to spread like wildfire with everyone that you meet. They're going to mm -hmm. see that light inside of you and see that mirror in themselves and, and hopefully raise like, you know, the entire consciousness of the planet, because that's, that's what we're here to do. Yep. Us too. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's no coincidence that we're all here together. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> do you guys have that too, where you have certain things like you'll go, oh my gosh, I'm going through that right now. Exactly. Or that weird thing happened to me too today. Or do you have that sometimes? Yes, yeah, so we actually have um, a community of women who um, it's like a monthly membership. And so we we communicate via like Telegram and we hold like energy circles for them every month. And yesterday, like five of us were like, the energy is off. Oh, my God. And we just started telling each other, like, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm feeling. And so, you know, when you're in this space, especially being a mom, like you want support. And so I remember when I first went through my spiritual awakening, I felt so alone. Like I would have like a friend pop in here and then they would disappear. And then I would have a friend pop in there. And so now to know that we have this community of moms who are really vibrating at the same level and we can compare notes and, you know, just kind of hold space for each other and really like encourage each other is really it makes me really happy because I needed that for years and I didn't have that. So yeah, yesterday was one of those days. I feel like a lot of us were like, what in the hell is going on with the energy today? <laughs> oh yeah. That's yeah. So Sometimes I feel like we could call each other in the middle of the night because um, <laughs> the next morning after we go through, this usually happens for us at night um, in the like 3 a.m., <laughs> the witching hour and you know we go through some sort of physical or emotional thing that wakes us up and um we'll talk in the next morning and sure enough she was going through the same thing and we could have just talked in the middle of the night and <laughs> helped each other through it <laughs> i love that i feel yeah. like tip ours tends to happen too like like closely aligned maybe not the same day but like tiff will go through it and then I'll be like the, the happy perky sunflower while she's going through the shadow work. And then, you know, like flip flops or like Tiffany travels to the underworld in her dreams all the time. Mm -hmm. And it just started happening to me recently. And I called her and I'm like, is this what this feels like? 
I was like, holy shit, like, this is so crazy. And I'm like, I'm just so glad I have someone that has experienced it to be able to ask about it. Because if not, I'd be like, I don't know what the hell just happened to me. (laughs) So can you, can you describe that a little bit, Tiffany, the underworld, what you see, what happens in the dream? Yeah. So it's funny because I'm a dreamer. So I've always had dreams probably since I was about eight where I have premonitions. So I, now I know when I'm dreaming, I know when I'm working somewhere else. And then I know when the hell I'm at like somebody, usually people channel me in the underworld. So like a loved one might, may have died. And here I go, I have to get pulled down into the underworld so that they can use me as like a vessel to be like communicating with their family. But for me, the underworld is a lot of times it's almost like um, I get drugged through the back of my headboard. Like literally I can see my spirit separate from my body. I get drugged down and then it's almost like I go into not the sewer system, but kind of. It's like I literally go underground and I always know when I'm there because I fly. Like I kind of, and I'm really low and it's like, I'm floating, I'm flying until I get to where I need to be. And it's really dark down there. And then I get to this place, wherever it is. And then they use me to channel. So some, a lot of times I'll speak in different languages. And it's funny. Cause like, I, I'm sitting there like, oh shit, like, here we go. And it, a lot of times I used to try to like fight it. Like, no, I don't want to go. Please don't let me go. But now I just, and a lot of times when a lot of my loved ones have died, like when I was in college, I didn't realize what it was. So a lot of times it's, it's dark. I'm either like on some water. It's always water involved for some emotions because water means emotions. Yeah. So yeah. either I'm on a lake or on a creek or in a sewer system. And it's a lot of tears, you know, a lot of things like that. And then I come out on the other side and I'm in, a, in I'm in this like different world are probably in someone's house for real. And then they're using me to communicate with their loved ones. And I'm mm-hmm. usually the loved one that's talking. And then I come back. Is but it someone who hasn't crossed over yet? Is that why? Or so you know what? It's a lot of times it's people who are on their way to cross over or recently crossed over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it used to be where I only channeled people who I had some form of connection with, but recently it's people who I don't even, I've never seen. And it's funny, um, one of my friends from high school, his brother passed away about 10 years ago. And the day after his anniversary, he came to me and like a, and I only dream too. And like, I usually get visitors from people who I know, and I've never met this man in my life. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he like, came to me and it kind of freaked me out. I like journaled about it because I was like, okay, this is, but I, I, like Victoria said, I just know that I'm moving in the right direction, right? And so this is one of my gifts. I've always had it. Um, and now I just feel like, you know, the universe is kind of like, here you go. Good job. Now we, we're going to move you to the next level. But yeah, it's it's trippy. I love it. It's, it's draining sometimes, but I know that I'm helping someone. So that's the beauty of it. Do you ever wake up and remember it and then realize that you have to give someone a message? Oh yeah. So the, my friend's brother, he actually came and was asking me a lot of questions, but then he had a message for his brother. So immediately I was like, okay, I know it's odd. I want to tell you something that your brother had to tell me. And what was cool about it was he was like weird because my mom just had a dream about him last night too. And he said the same thing. So that was kind of like confirmation for him. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm kind of coming out of nowhere. Like, okay, 
I know yeah. you know that I do this, but you really don't know that I do this, but here's a message. So yeah, it's cool though. I know we tend to, to ask for those kind of things to happen with peace, ease, and grace. Cause I've had, I've had some, you know, and the Eden has too had some really heavy experiences like that, that are icky. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, it's nice to send the messages when, when it's meant to be, but with peace, ease, and grace for sure. I'm going to start saying that, Kim, like, because, you know, it can be heavy. It's like a lot that you carry on your shoulders with that. So, yeah. Yeah, Eden is, Eden does mean, mainly medium work. And I know that, you know, you can answer this, Eden, but about, you know, asking for, for not to have to help everybody. You know what I mean? Like, how would you say that, Eden? Well, I set boundaries. Right. Yeah. That's plain and simple. Yeah. Well, Eden, the, the other day when he came to visit me, I was like, oh, shit, I got to set some boundaries because everybody, and, not, and, and this is the thing, me and his brother are close. So, you know, I knew that, like, I knew he was there for a reason, but the fact that it was somebody who I never met, like, I was like, you really want to get a message through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That happened to me once, and I've told this story on, on another podcast, but um, I'm not going to give you all the details, but it, it was a murderer who was going through a murder spree at the time and they were looking the police were looking for him on our show. yeah idea yeah. episode yeah and they came uh that the people who he had killed like the day before came to me in my dream and they whispered in my ear and they brought me like they said we need to take you somewhere and they brought me to where he was he was hiding and then um it sure enough that is where they found him and yeah, there was a no, lot more to I it. Got yeah. I got yeah. so much chills. Oh, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I, I didn't set boundaries. boundaries. I did not like that at all. So I ever since that happened, I've set boundaries because I don't want to deal with that kind of stuff. My work is about healing. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Give me exactly. Well, that's like like in our healing the mother wound container, we only work with the healed ancestors. And we specifically call only the healed ancestors forward because uh, the, that's the only way I think that you can continue to raise the vibration and, and be in the good energy, especially with people that don't work with that kind of stuff all the time. And because the non-healed the ancestors, I mean, love them, bless them, but like they got their own shit to deal with. It does not need to be dragged into a circle with like 12 other women. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Wow. Okay. This, we could just talk for hours. I'm sure. <laughs> Okay, Kim, was it my question or yours? Now I we totally lost track. Where are we? Oh, you're you're gonna ask Victoria. <laughs> okay, got it. So Victoria, can you tell us more about Akashic Records and how that can help someone? Yes, absolutely. So for anyone that doesn't know what the Akashic Records are, they're really just an energetic frequency that you're emitting out of your crown chakra, literally at all times. So anyone can access their Akashic records. I don't have like magical powers being able to do this. I really just come from a place of openness and love and directly connect with your ascended masters, teachers, and any of your loved ones that want to come through. And some people talk about the Akashic records as if it's a library, right? So like you have a book that has like your past, your present, and your future, I think that's too stagnant. Um, an image and imagery, the way I've experienced it is more like you have a specific note in the symphony of the universe, the orchestra that we all create together. And I'm tapping into 
that note to a attune your energy. So almost like you're, you're going through like a, a Reiki session, but also to tap into the exact guidance that you need to hear in the moment. And that's what I love about it is that we can open it like the exact, you know, next day, answer the same exact questions. And you could get a different answer because you need different guidance based on your energy, things that have happened to you throughout the day, anything. And you have free will. So the records aren't going to tell you what you should or shouldn't do, but they'll tell you how something feels. So after my miscarriage, when I found the records, I, I mean, of course it was a bunch of synchronistic events. The woman that's my mentor just happened to be having, you know, um, her next round of sessions of teaching people, but I found it such a tool of healing and empowerment to be able to tap into at any time and get the like reassurance and guidance that I needed, especially when I became pregnant again, because I was really nervous that, you know, okay, I've already miscarried once, like what could happen? And I was able to connect with, um, it's funny, not the soul of my son that came through, but a soul of another spirit baby that I have out there. Mm-hmm. And just being able to chat with them really reassured me that like everything was going to be okay, you know, and that like, it's all very like, infinite possibility and love and light. If you're tapping into the high vibration, like ascended masters, it's a spectrum, right? So like, if you're tapping into your ancestors or loved ones that have passed, they're still a really high vibration, but they're less high than some of the ascended masters. So it can take a little work to delineate who the messages, the messages are coming from, but honestly, half the time, you don't even need to know who they're coming from. It's just what you need to know in the moment. And being able to teach moms how to do this for themselves has been so empowering because then instead of going to Google or your five girlfriends or whatever, you can tap into yourself and your spirit team basically to help you with what you need to know. And you can tap into past lives too, which is really cool. Even though I asked for the longest time and they were like, "Mm, you don't need to know that right now. And I was like, what the fuck? But I want to know. And they were like, no, you don't need to know until I was doing a reading for a really good friend of mine. And we found out that like, we had a past life together in Egypt. I was a slave. She was the Pharaoh that I was like building the pyramid for. Um, And they were kind of like, okay, you get to know now because you guys need to heal this relationship. Mm. So it's, it's really cool. I love, I love the records. Um, And I think that I love even more that anyone can access them, right? That it's like this tool that you have in your back pocket pretty much whenever you need it. Yeah. Very healing. And then for you, Victoria, I mean, Tiffany, how do you use Reiki and sound healing to help heal others? Yes. So I do um, like a healing session that includes intuitive counsel. So usually about the first 20 to 30 minutes, we're talking about how you feel spiritually, mentally, physically, I channel any guides or angels that want to come through and give you messages. We also pull um, a tarot or um, oracle card to get messages going and then get on the massage table and I do the body work, right? And so um, really it's, it's a true experience. And like Victoria said, I'm just trying to remind my participants how to tap into their magic that a lot of times um, they forget or is trapped in a chakra that is like stagnant, right? And so um, I try to incorporate um, the intuitive counsel and just have the conversation. So it's not just like you come here and then I put my hands on you and you're gone, right? Like let's 
build this relationship and let you remember and kind of talk through everything. And then I include the sound because as you know, everything is vibration, everything is energy. And so I just love sound because it really connects on a, on a spiritual and a deep level. Um, and so I'll pull out my crystal sound bowls and I'll either like lay them on you and kind of roll, you know, make the sound go or put them under the table. Um, I use a lot of chimes and um, drums. I love drums. For some reason, I'm very connected to them. <laughs> so um, it's really an experience. And I, I, I offer a 60 minute and 90 minute session. And I usually have people who you know, come back and we work together monthly or bi-monthly just so that we can continue them on their journey, but it's beautiful. Yeah. That's you, awesome. Yeah. Yes. Both of you, what, what you do is sounds like so healing for everyone. Um, do you do like a, a two-on-one where you both bring in your abilities and help people together? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So we, um, as mentioned, we do our full moon circles. And during that full moon circle, we do um, open the Akashic, I'll do Reiki um, sound, we do breath work. And then Victoria and I are also certified in divine feminine healing, which is beautiful. And so a lot of times we'll put our energy together, calling the divine feminine energy that wants to come into the space and just kind of put it into the circle and heal. And so when you come to one of our retreats, you'll see a mixture of everything that we do. And it's so amazing because I feel like when our energies come together, it's just like elevated to a total, like a very high level of just like, I think me and Victoria will look at each other and be like, shit, did that just happen? Like, it's just so powerful. So yeah. I love when we can bring it all together and just kind of, it's almost like writing our own story with our gifts. Yeah. I mean, that's like healing the mother wound. I feel like in a nutshell, it's like, the four weeks of sacred circle that we, we hold for these women is like a, a mishmash of our gifts, but very intentionally put together in a way that help you release the energy from your lower chakras. So in the first week, we start with the root, we call in the healed ancestors. We really open that portal in the second week. We're working in the sacral space. We call in the divine feminine. I do like a womb healing breathwork visualization. Tiffany cuts cords with Reiki solar plexus week, we're doing a burn ceremony because it's super fun to burn shit. Why not? And, <laughs> and then in the heart chakra week, I teach the women how to open their own records. And I'm just amazed. We've held it for three rounds. Now we have another round, um, coming up here in April, but the energy is, it's so potent. You think in four weeks, like, Oh, okay. Like fine. The transformation that these women undergo, the transformation that Tiffany and I undergo each time we hold this just blows me away every time because we go deeper and deeper into healing ourselves, but also past and future generations, mm -hmm. um, which is, I think really fucking cool. Right. Yep. yep. It's all familiar to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So with, with being spirit mamas, why is being a spiritually conscious mom so important for our children and the future, especially right now? And you know, with Eden and I, I, I know with my kids, they are very in tune with their spirituality, intuition, you know, the crystals, just everything. My, my nine-year-old hears, you know, sometimes hears messages or even with the stuff that disappeared, um, a, a photo fell right before I started recording today and it was someone who passed and she goes, 
see, that's who took the stuff. That's mm -hmm. why the picture fell. And I'm like, maybe, but she's, she's in that, she's in that mindset and that frequency. And so I think it's helped them become more confident children who can speak like from their heart and be comfortable with anything that is more of a, a 5d way of living. And, and that's rare. You don't see that that much yet, at least. Um, so I think that that's, you know, how it's affected me and my kids and Eden, I know Skylar is involved in our, in our podcast and you can continue Eden. Yeah. It's just, my kids are older and they're very elevated and high conscious and intuitive and they um, are a lot wiser sometimes than I am. And uh, they just can see like the, the bigger picture and things. Um, and I hope that we're all going to start like cultivating that more and more, to, you know, spread that to more, more of our children. Um, but yeah. And do you, what was your question, Kim? Um, <laughs> I, so, I remember. I remember. Spiritually <laughs> conscious. Um, yeah. Is that important. So, yeah. so I, um, so I have older, an older child too. So I have two, I have Logan who's 12. And then I have Lennox, who's two, he'll be three in August. And so it was very important for me to make sure, because I went through my spiritual awakening when Logan was about four or five. And so I made it, I was very intentional to make sure he remembered the power that he holds and that he has. Because like you said, Kim, the confidence, right? Like they, I feel like, you know, when he was going through that age of like, oh, everybody's doing this at school, everybody's doing that, he could kind of step outside of that and mm -hmm. like think a little higher. And so we started with like doing affirmations every day. And then of course, I, I purchased him his own crystals like when he was really little and he was having trouble sleeping. And so he's always been around it. Like he, he was the one, before I even started meditating, I have a picture of him in my phone. He must've been four years old. He like gets at the playground and he's like, <laughs> like wait a minute that's something right but somebody told me my um spiritual um counselor she was like you know he's never been here before he's actually an angel who's come here to teach you something like he hasn't had the experience before so just be very like you know he's gonna be very like sensitive to things whereas we have Lennox who's two and he's definitely been here before but I just think it's so important for me to be an example and show them like, it's okay to be spiritual. It's okay to have a sixth sense. And so Logan, the oldest was the one who was like, mom, I saw this happen before. Or I think he said something like my phone was in my room. I was looking at it and he's like, but somehow it got in the bathroom. And I was like, you didn't go to the bathroom. He's like, you were just standing here with me. I haven't been to the bathroom. So it's like, he sees how stuff skips around and jumps around. I mean, we've been, I remember a few years ago, I don't know what made us climb up on top of the kitchen uh, cabinet. I, I was looking for something, I don't know, but it was like a crisp $100 bill just waiting there for us. <laughs> I was like, that's odd. And so the next day, at a previous job Victoria and I worked with, we had like a, we were hosting like a, it's like a musical concert, like a festival. And I was the, in charge of collecting all the money. It was a festival. Nobody had $100 bills. Everybody came with 20s, 10s, whatever. So a day later, I get all the money. I'm going to drop it off. I have my husband count it. I'm like, you know, count this up for me. 
And I had Logan count it because we're trying to teach him math at the time. All 20s, all 10s. I go to put the money in the envelope in my glove compartment. So I open the glove compartment, the envelope falls out. They're all case $100 bills. No 20s, no 10s. Oh so he's, he's like six at the time. He's like, how did that happen? I was like, spirit, the universe, like we, wow. like, you know, so he's seen it happen. And it's funny because he will talk about it. He'll do certain things like Victoria loves to hear me tell this story, but he was, uh, we were at a crystal shop one day up in Chicago and his little cousin and him disappeared and he comes running to the front and he, and the little cousin goes, Logan was opening my third eye in the back. And I'm like, but it caught me off guard because I'm like, and Logan's like, did I do something wrong? And I'm like, no, like you, you didn't do anything wrong, baby. Like that's what you were doing. And, and I love that you, you see me and then you can come into the world and teach people about, you know, what you've learned at home. And I just wanted them to be free. Right. I, I wanted them to choose what they wanted and just kind of flow and not just get caught up. I, I grew up very religious and like in the church and I questioned everything. And so I want my children to be able to make those decisions on their own and figure out what works for them. And so that's how I'm just kind of flowing with this momhood thing. <laughs> but it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Not to not put them in a box. And I think that too is I'm so big on not doing that, you know, making sure they're just free. And I think they feel the respect, you know, and, um, and that's, you know, I hear from a lot of teenagers, especially that their parents are trying to put them in boxes. And it's like, they're just like climbing out of their skin because it's making them so frustrated, you know? And so it, it's actually just not working the way that they wanted it to. <laughs> I know? have my, my, daughter who's graduating high school in a couple of months, her teacher said to her the other day that um, she needs to figure out now what she wants to do with her life. Oh. And <laughs> she okay. came home and she was like, I, what's wrong with that person? Like, why do I have to know right now? Like she already knew it, an adult telling her that was not okay. And yeah. Um, and I supported her in that. I'm like, no, you do not have to know right now. You, you'll know when you know it's okay. But um, yeah, this woman, this teacher, she was just so adamant and she kind of made her feel bad about it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you decide at 18 or 17, then you'll be 30 years old having a midlife crisis because you chose the wrong thing. <laughs> like, fuck. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I could see that. Well, okay, ladies, I think we need to ask you now just, um, you know, in regards to what you do, can you tell everyone, tell our audience what, how to find you? I know you have your event coming up in April. Um, anything else that you want to share about what, what's coming up for you? Yeah, absolutely. Everyone can find us on Instagram, spirit.mamas. We love meeting new women and really anyone that wants to join the community can we share all kinds of meditations, breath work, high vibe things on Instagram. We're spiritmamas.com. And like we mentioned, we have another round of healing the mother wound coming up here starting in April, April 6th, joining us for the four weeks of sacred ceremony. And I will have my second little one join us in June. So we'll take a little bit of a hiatus after that, but we have more in the works 
coming very, very soon and more retreats. We have another retreat in October in the North Georgia mountains. So join us for full moon circles for magic, for fun. We hope you ladies come to a full moon circle and anyone listening, um, automatically gets a free one month trial of our spirit mamas membership so that you can come hang out with us and other high vibe mamas. And we're just so grateful to have this conversation with you guys. I, I love just knowing that there's other women out there in the world doing this work. So thank you, Kim and Eden for all that you do. Uh, thank thank you. Yeah. On the show and, um, our audience will love you. So, yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening and, um, let us know any feedback for this episode and we'll pass it on and, um, everybody take care. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com and follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.